Blog Talk Radio. Cause it's a new season. It's a new day. It's a season of power and prosperity, yes it is, it's a new season and it's coming to me, or if you believe that lift your hands and say, it's a new season, it's a new day. Tell them all that was stolen. All that was stolen. 
is returned to you a hundredfold. Make sure they enjoy that part. Is that all right with you? Is that okay if we return this a hundredfold back to you? Try it in the fire. Tell them, try it in the fire. But you're coming out. everyone. This is Roberta. Roberta Inspires Omni Media Live. <laughs> and we are going to continue in our dialogue with none other than Deborah L. Mills. Um, those of you who had a chance to uh, listen in last week um, and maybe and even week before should have come across um, a lot of tips, a lot of good information, that you can use, and now you're going to get some more knowledge from Deborah L. Mills, and I think you're going to find yourself super blessed. How about I put it like that? <laughs> you're going to find yourself super blessed. <clears throat> she is a author, a speaker, a writer, and a coach, and you don't want to miss what she's got to say because Miss Deborah L. Mills is right on the money with her teaching, and I want you to know that. And um, I'm just glad that she would take the time out of her busy schedule to be with us. Uh, now, let me prepare you. I've made some edits in the audio. It's a little bumpy at the beginning, but it'll go from there, and you're going to be so glad that you're here. So let me pop back over to the studio here. And let's get this plan, and here we go. Hello, everyone. This is Roberta. Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and I'm welcoming you today to Inspire Radio. It's here for you, teaching you how to exceed your goals, how to live that quality life as a leader and an entrepreneur. I've got an outstanding guest today, and we're going to jump right into the interview. You know that we've been talking about the topic of resilience and how we can walk and not faint, how we, how we can walk and not be weary and run and not faint. So we're continuing that, but I brought in an expert to further elaborate on this. Her name is Deborah Mills. And she is an expert in the field of stress management and a coach. I'm just excited to have Deborah L. Mills with us. We started this interview a few weeks ago, and now we're coming back for part two. And I ask you to please listen in and know this is a continuation. and a speaker, and an author. And I want, based on my thought through, my, my, my thinking through this process. So my child forgot their lunch. They have no lunch money. Okay, I'm not going to be reactive. I'm going to respond. What's my response? Right, right. Okay, today, 
because we haven't talked about this, today I'm going to bring Susie's lunch money. And we're going to talk about if you forget your lunch money again, because it is your responsibility, I'm not going to bring it to the school. And now you are teaching the other person that they have a responsibility, and your responsibility is your ability to rightly respond. Hmm. And once you have clear information, you can do that. Right. But to react, it's like, you know, it's like a a balloon and you just let the air out. You know, you're just gone. (laughs) I just have a picture of this mom in her station wagon, you know, just stressed out, running everywhere, dropping off the kids, forgetting a kid, you know, got to back up and get get that one and running off to bake the cake for the PTA or whatever it's called now. And um, it's about, it is, it's about the the choices that, that we make and making sure we make them clearly and in line with what we're trying to do. I mean, like you said, your child at school and you go, you, you solve the problem, but you teach them that frees you up to stay focused on what you need to focus on as mm-hmm. opposed to driving, you know, 20 miles or whatever to get lunch money because that turns into way more time than just giving handing over money. Maybe Absolutely. an hour, you're going to be out an hour, something else is probably going to come up, oh, i got to stop by the store, da 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 Yeah. And before you know it, the day is gone. So, so and that's good. And that's a part of learning to walk and not faint. Yes, because yes. if I'm going to walk and not faint, I've got to have a plan. That's right. I've got to have a plan. I had a I had a um a coaching client who her daughter needed a black skirt for school like, you know, in 2 days and mom is like, "But I've already got things to do and how am I going to go get her a skirt?" and so I just ask a simple question. Is any harm going to be done if she does not have a black skirt? Okay. <laughs> and she paused. <laughs> she paused and said, no, she'll be fine if she doesn't have a black skirt. Okay, mm-hmm. so now, if you don't want to just leave her hanging, can your daughter wear one of your black skirts? Right, good. Solutions, alternatives. Very simple. So it turned out the daughter did not want to wear her mom's black skirt, even though she had one, and the daughter figured out what to wear. Oh, how about that? <laughs> so when we respond versus react, we teach ourselves to walk and not faint, and we teach the other person that the answer is within them. You don't need me to be your solution. That is excellent. Let's tell people your website again so they can know where to go to get some of this wisdom. And I'm going to ask you to tell us about your podcast, and then we're going to move on to some other things. But tell us again your website and how to listen to your podcast, where you share this kind of Sure, 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 sure. My website is DebraLMills.com. Deborah, D-E-B-O-R-A-H, I'm at Deborah. DebraLMills.com, and then I have a podcast. It's called Deb Talks, and it is on iTunes. It's also in the Google Play Store, and if you just search for Deb Talks, it should come up. 
Um, Deb Talks, I took the three letters of Deb, my name, and that stands for design, engineer, and build the life that you desire and deserve. Wow. So on that podcast, we talk about, you know, what's your vision, what's your blueprint, how are you going to go through life, how are you going to get into action. Right now, um, I just began the podcast not too long ago, and I started off with talking about how to prepare for aging parents. Because in okay. this day and age, it's something a lot of us face. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a part of your life. That's a part of building for your future if you right. are one who wants to help take care of your parents as they age. So the first couple of podcasts are there, and that is the topic is how do we, what do we do? What do we do as our, as our parents begin to age? Because let me tell you, you want some stress. If you are not prepared for that, that will that will be an ultimate test of walking and not fainting. Right. So true. So so true. Especially because you know we got a bunch of baby boomers, and we moved into the generation, you know, that our parents were once in. If you will, we moved into that age group, and they've aged. Yeah. I have a mother that's about to turn eighty. Now. Managing her, if something happens, is going to be a feat <laughs> because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she is she's out doing DoorDash now. Okay. Oh my Living. gosh! Are you kidding? I am not I joking. love it. Mm-mm. I have an aunt that works at night at Amazon, <laughs> seventy-two, and wow. I want to stop and can't get her stop. She it she literally enjoys it. It energizes her being around. Yeah. That's why I had to understand and accept it really energizes her being around those young people and mm-hmm. you know they they sprayed their hair one color she's thinking about well maybe i should try you know my aunt who's always been conservative never done this kind of stuff well maybe i'll try that or i want to get some eyebrows and you know, this and the other. that so, is so cute isn't it funny that she's is like, the cutest but let them live yeah. life yeah she's like why do you keep telling people i'm 72 because I am amazed, you know, I'm amazed and, and stunned and I'm inspired. I mean, my mother, it inspires yes. me. Yes, that's inspiring. Uh huh. And let me tell you, you cannot tell her what to do. We tried, but I love it. It ain't happening. I love it. One of the things, though, that as your parents age is you need to begin to plan for the future. That's a whole conversation that we can have another time. Mm -hmm. But you have to begin to plan for the future because you want to make sure you have insurances. You want to make sure that you know their wishes for end of life. You want to make sure that they have a will and they've decided what they want done with their belongings. You know, there's some things that just are, are, are a necessity and it was with my dad, you know, for that generation, a lot of them don't want to talk about that kind of stuff because it sounds like right. death. Right. But so with right. my dad, you know, and my parents, one of the things that I tried to help them see, well, actually, let me take that back. Let me just rewind. That is not true. With my parents, it was all up in the air. It's like, what? Right. It just happened, you know. Right. But one of the things I try to tell my clients is that it's going to happen whether you want, want it to or not. So right. you may as well be prepared. And so, right. you know, that generation is concerned about money. We all are. But I put it as you want to make sure the government doesn't take your money. Right, right. So we need to get this stuff, we need to get this stuff straight. You don't want to lose all of the things that you worked your whole life for because you haven't prepared. Right, right. 
And it's, you know, it's so advisable, too. You say that will. One of the things I can suggest from experience is that that will be circulated prior to their departure. Absolutely. And while they're still cognizant and able to express to people, this is what I want. Do not deviate. Don't complain. If you got any complaints, bring them to me now. Don't wait until I can't, you know, have any bearing on it. And then you want to go into court. You want to fight. You want to hold. You know, that's what typically happens. And that is another good discussion we do need to have on this radio show, even for entrepreneurs and leaders. Mm -hmm, Because that, that, yes, Lord. (laughs) Yes, it is. That stress (laughs) is the thing that you don't want. And, and in in our community, lots of times there are things that we don't know about that can relieve right. some of the stress, whether right. it is estate planning, whether whether it is a will, whether it is a power of attorney, whether it is planning for your end of life, whether it is prepaying, prepaying and planning a funeral. These are all stress relievers if you put them into place. Yeah, that is it's so, so good. I tell this little story and I'll... Let it go. One of my aunts has been gone now, I guess, a couple of years. And her focus had been on, let's say, the family, our family property, but not on her own. Mm. And she was contesting what was in our document for the family property. And she died. She got sick unexpectedly, and she died. Mm. Literally, totally, when we were not even thinking about her dying. Mm-hmm. And we found out, guess who did not have a will? She didn't. No will. None. Mm-hmm. And she always talked in such a way that we all thought, you know, it's got to be there. Turns out she was just starting to write her will. Well, by not there not being a will, then that meant her four adults, Children had to agree, and all it takes, I'm here to tell you, is one person who will not cooperate, mm-hmm. and it has mm-hmm. brought in such horror in their mm-hmm. relationships. You know, mm-hmm. so and and stress out of the out of this world for them and for us, you know, who care about them, right? Care about them, and you know, but you have a bunch of strategies. You've given so many wonderful ideas and concepts and approaches. But in this workbook that you have, you have 15 strategies. Would yes. you share five of those strategies? Sure, sure, sure. One of the things that we, um, that we all need to do is, is some sort of exercise. Exercise is going to release endorphins and set off your, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not going to even try to name all of these systems that are affected. Right. But exercise <laughs> affects the body and the mind in a way that it is a natural stress reliever. It is. So whatever works for you, it doesn't mean you've got to go do an hour-long spin class or power lift. You know, the exercise that works for you, just begin to move your body. Begin to move your body so that you can naturally relieve some stress. Um, another way is just to get out in nature. Go out and look at what God created. You know, see the birds, the trees, even the high-rise buildings, depending on where you are, but look at it and enjoy the wonder of it. Allow what you're seeing 
to take your mind off of everything that's going on in your life and just enjoy what's before you in that moment. So if you live in the city, you know, you may be walking where there's stores and, you know, boutiques and high-rise buildings, fine. But just enjoy what's right in front of you. If you're a place where you can get into nature and see the birds and the, the you know, the elements and, you know, go walking on a nature trail, then do that. But one of the things that's great is to just get outside. You can do your exercising outside. You can combine the two. But, you know, you want to move your body and you want to get outside and get into the elements, get the vitamin D, you know, get in the sunshine and, and breathe the fresh air. Um, another one that would be the third one here is you don't want to isolate yourself. But get around people. Yes, there are times when we all need to be by ourselves to think and concentrate, but that's different from isolating yourself. So don't isolate yourself. Get around people, not just any people. Get around healthy people that are good for you. How we talked about those, those red velvet ropes earlier, you know, who are you going to allow to come into your circle? Those people that you allow to come into your circle, get around them. Don't, don't close them off. Get around them. You need people. There's power in connecting with another person. And then a fourth thing would be to think on the lovely. That's the one that comes from Philippians 4.8. I live by that. I live by that. I encourage other people to live by that. Think on the lovely. You can find lovely in anything, almost anything. You can find something lovely. It means what am I going to meditate on? So we had a car accident. What am I going to think on? I'm going to think on we're all okay. The car's totaled, but we're fine. That's what I'm going to think on. You know, I don't have enough money to pay all my bills, and something is due next week. The collection people are calling. And so how do you find something lovely in that? That I do have a job, and I'm going to pay what I can. I got this. I got this. It's not always going to be this way. I have a job. I'm going to pay what I can. You might have to dig for the lovely, but you can find something lovely in whatever the situation is. And then the fifth one that I would share is to ask for help. If you're in a spot that you need help, don't try to go it alone. Ask for help. This is different from getting around other people because those people that you get around and not isolating yourself, those may not people to ask, be people to ask for help. Those may just be people that you enjoy their company. Asking for help is different from that number three. So asking for help means find someone like a coach like myself or another coach, a counselor or therapist if you need it, or even just a friend that's a confidant and who has the ability to see you through whatever you're going through. So you have to kind of look at yourself and say, what do I need when I ask for help? Because coaching Counseling, therapy, the advice of a friend, all very different things. So you got to think about what you need at the moment. If you're not sure what you need at the moment, just ask one of those people and let them help steer you in the right direction. So, again, I'd say one, exercise. Two, get out into nature, breathe some fresh air. Three, don't isolate yourself. Four, think on the lovely. And five, ask for the necessary help. You have preached a whole sermon with those five. <clears throat> that is just so, excuse me, so, so true. Exercise. I have been back on track. I try to go to the gym every day. 
mm. every day. Um, I'm not in there, like you said, <laughs> pumping and slamming iron around and all this kind of stuff. I went to a class today. It started with the word gentle was in the description. Mm-hmm. If that tells mm-hmm. you anything. You know, I do what I can do. Yeah. I, I use a chair when I need to as opposed to trying to jump up and down and all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I modify mm-hmm. the exercises, and now the instructors will modify them for me and say, oh, well, this is how you could do it, you know. Yeah, that's great. And uh, I will say with this morning's craziness, I was on my way to the gym. Believe it or not, as I'm at the gym, the phone, well, the phone was going, I think even before I could get to the gym, when I came into my class, there was, I was still on a phone call. So I had to excuse myself and come back. And even though in that um, <clears throat> in that exercise class, my mind wasn't always completely off of all this other stuff. But I tell you what, to my surprise, when I finished, I actually felt more relaxed. And I was mm-hmm. not as anxious about all this all these pieces of paper, shall I, again, like I said, little posters mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, that is something, I'm, I'm going to make a strong statement here, that I hope people will really grab hold to. Now, this is something God gave to me, for me. Exercise is a form of spiritual warfare for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. Yes, because it keeps my stress and anxiety and, you know, all the pressure down. And sometimes, do you think I want to not go? Trust me, I do. I do. Because it's like, well, Mm -hmm. I got this to do. I got this. And it's like, but you know what? I know how to humble myself. And it's like, God, you are smarter than I am. And you know. And then when I go to the gym and I'm calmed down, (laughs) it's like, you know, you you were right. You, You are ultimately correct. So I share that as a perspective with the listeners. You may need to think of it as a form of spiritual warfare and see what it does for you and if it helps inspire you to make that journey to that gym or to take a walk or do jumping jacks outside, whatever. But it's very um it's very important. It regulates the whole body, the hormonal system, all the stress hormones, all that stuff. So I, I stress that. Tell Absolutely. us one more time. Your website, I know it's like, oh, but I want, I don't want anybody to miss out on this. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. My website is Deborah. I'm a Deborah. DeborahLMill.com. You can find me. My website is there. You can also find me on Instagram at DeborahLMill. So you mm-hmm. can Are you find on, me there. Are you on Facebook? I am on Facebook. I don't post as much on Facebook. I'm more so mm-hmm. on Instagram. So that's good. a good place to connect, to connect with me. You know, Wonderful. as you said, exercise, spiritual warfare. It makes me think of the scripture that says that the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. And if your body is not how it should be, your, your, your mind, everything is off track. It is. It really is. Everything is everything is off track. So, you know, if I could, as we're as we're talking here, I don't want the listeners to feel like we're trying to give them some pie in the sky dream that everything is okay. It's it is mm-hmm. definitely it's not a name it and claim it, you know, grab it and blab it. It is none mm-hmm. of that. It is work. 
It is work. You have to do it, and you have to be consistent and commit to the long-term yes. um, approach. Sometimes when you're trying to de-stress, you may have to do something, say, not just five minutes and hope that it, like you say, magically just clears everything up. You may have to do that thing again and again and again throughout your day. Absolutely. Absolutely. We are, whatever it is. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes, we are called to fight the good fight of faith. We're not supposed to step out and try to fight every battle that comes before us, but we're right. called to fight the good fight of faith. That's not to say that you don't acknowledge what you feel or what you see because those things are real as well. But the difference is that we're not fighting there. We're not fighting what we feel. We're not fighting what we see. We're fighting the good fight of faith. So good. So, so good. I want to also mention something else people are probably not aware of. You're a pastor's wife, right? I am a pastor's wife. Yes, ma'am. You're a first lady. You sure are. And tell us your church. And then I do want us to pay tribute in a few moments to um, your father-in-law. But tell us the name of the church and services and all that stuff. Okay, sure. The name of the church is Agape Embassy Ministries. We are located in Kingstown, Alexandria, um, right in the D.C. metropolitan area or right outside of it. So it's Agape Embassy Ministries. We meet on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. every Sunday. We also meet on Wednesdays for Bible study at 7.30 p.m. And Bible study is only an hour long, 7.30 to 8.30, because we know people have kids and children that they got to get home and get in the bed and ready for school the next day. So Bible study is only one hour. It's a great way to come out and see us and check us out. But we are here right in the Kingstown area. Wonderful. You can also because, let me so you can also see our services live on Facebook. Oh, we do have uh, live oh. services on Facebook Live. Okay, under what? Under the name of the church or yes, Agape Embassy uh, Ministries. Okay, okay, this is so cool. Who's the current pastor? May I ask? Um, the pastor, as if is, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the pastor is my husband Jerome A. Mills. He has been the pastor only for a few months now. He became pastor at the passing of his father. God God, God called him to step up into that position. So, um, you know, unfortunately, my, my father-in-law passed, who is the founder of Agape Embassy Ministries. He mm-hmm. passed on March the 12th of this year. So it's just mm-hmm. been a, a couple of months, and I said that wrong. So my husband has been the pastor since March the 12th. His installation was in April. Um, but, yeah, it was a, a devastating period, or it still is devastating, you know, and it may be mm-hmm. devastating for quite some time yeah. that my father-in-law is no longer with us. And talk about what could be stressful. I mean, this could be a really stressful time. But because my father-in-law, Pastor Joseph A. Mills, since he laid mm-hmm. such a great foundation here within this local assembly, Things mm-hmm. are just running without a hitch. Um, they are just running as smoothly as can be. And people call to check on us, and they are sometimes amazed at how well we are doing. But that's because my father-in-law 
you know, Dr. Joseph A. Mills, he set such a good foundation and he laid the framework for what is to be done. Wow. It sounds like he was a very, a man with that gift of administration too. And that he oh, had absolutely. operational things in place. Yes. So that it Definitely. operated. Yes. Without, Definitely. It, it, it lived beyond him. He designed it to go beyond him. Absolutely, absolutely. He designed it to go beyond him. And, you know, right now he has set my husband, now Pastor Jerome Mills, he has set him up to succeed. He has set him up to walk and not faint and taken the stress Mm -hmm. and most of the pressure away because Mm -hmm. he was in God's purpose for his life. Mm. And by him being in his purpose, he laid a foundation for the generations to come behind him. That is so, so good. And we pay tribute to him. I'm from the D.C. area, and I remember, (laughs) I remember well, and I remember his distinguished look. And that is something that, you know, just sticks right out in my mind. And I did pay tribute to him on Father's Day, along with another friend of mine who's father had passed. So if you want to go back and learn some more, you can go back and listen to the Father's Day episode. But this is his wonderful daughter-in-law and now first lady and pastor's wife among her many other responsibilities. And if there's anybody who could tell you, and a businesswoman, if there's anybody else who can tell you how anybody can tell you how to manage stress, this is the person. But beyond that, she sets you up for success if you involve yourself in her coaching programs or go to hear her speak or read a book, it will prepare you. Like she said, you'll be set up for success. And then we begin to reduce the stress and you begin to create a resilient lifestyle because that's, that's really the goal. I think in this whole teaching, uh, you know, over these, uh, the past couple months is creating a resilient lifestyle. I want you listeners to pass the word, to share this broadcast, to connect. I'm going to sit with Dr. Deborah, with Deborah L. Mills, prophetic, with Deborah, Deborah L. Mills on Instagram. Tell us your Instagram handle one more time. Cause my I Instagram handle? Wrong. Oh, no, you're okay. It's Deborah L. Mills, the same as my website, Deborah okay. L. Mills. Or you can go to the Google Play Store, iTunes, to hear the podcast, which is Deb, D-E-B, Talks. Super good. If you don't know how to run and not think now, I'm going to ask you to re-listen to this broadcast and listen to the following week. Um, We're going to do this in two parts, and I believe you will be blessed. I know I have been blessed, Deborah, just interacting with you. I'm I'm really, I saw myself sitting down at the table and just literally with just simple little post-its or blocks of paper, picking out, you know, laying out what is really in my heart Mm -hmm, and not mm -hmm. just reacting to all of what is going on around me. Yes. And that's what I did. just came out. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to sit down. I'm like, wow, Lord, that's good. Just simple, simple. Well, you have served us so well today, and I just pray God will bless you. 
bless your mom, bless your family, bless your church, the church members, and uh, you're a role model of excellence and quality, and you're in the D.C. area, woo-hoo, homegirls, (laughs) 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 represent, um, and um, and trained again by excellent coach Valerie Burton. So you know she's going to come and bring you something good when you're in her coaching program. So I just want to um, end this broadcast today by just telling you to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint using the things that you've heard in these broadcasts. Tell a friend, tell a frenemy, tell an enemy about this broadcast. God bless you. This has been Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media and the host of Inspire Radio.